0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Shining Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Selena Bartlett, I'm a neuroscientist and I'm your host, coming to you through this really extraordinary time and today we decided to do um, a series about how people are coping and uh, Alejandra... Ziales from El Salvador reached out to me she's a student here and she just finished her PhD confirmation at QUT which is really exciting we decided to join together and talk about um, how to help students and the things that we can do and also her experiences looking at the conditions that are happening in El Salvador versus how lucky we are in Australia in in many ways so uh, I guess the main thing I want to focus on for the next series of um, podcasts it's really about kindness and gentleness. Um, I really think that we have to be really kind to ourselves and really, really gentle with each other. Right now, it really is an extraordinary time, and and working out how to navigate it is still really an ongoing process. We we really don't know. Um, so, but I think the things that I'm learning from seeing my daughter and son, uh, who are three weeks into this process, really it's just doing one day at a time and being really proud of yourself for achieving something every day so with with nothing left to say to you except please welcome Alejandra as she brings her beautiful spirit to the podcast today love and hugs to you all I'm
1: originally from El Salvador in Central America
0: yeah
1: and I moved here to Australia when I was 18 years old to um, just do my undergrad and I did a bachelor's in science and majored in biochemistry and molecular biology yeah and I did my honors year and this year I started working at uh, doing my phd at the CARP lab yeah so where's your yeah sorry no go ahead yeah, and I just got confirmed last week, on oh. um, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, so it's going good, yeah. Um, it's been quite of a, an experience. Um, uh, yeah, just like the change and like the, the change of countries and like the change yeah. of culture and everything. It's yeah. been like a really great experience. Yeah, I've been able to learn a lot from...
0: How long have you been here?
1: Uh, seven years
0: now. Oh, that's good. So do you have family here or people around you? That...
1: Uh, yeah, well, my dad's brother and sister live here. And, um, yeah, I see them every every now and then. Like, I, I don't see them often, but, yeah, we're in contact. And I know that if I need anything, I can just, like, call oh, them. Yeah. yeah yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm glad that you joined our group because we're trying to support people as much as we can through this time because I think I think the thing that you may not realize or you come to realize is that we are in an unprecedented time in terms of we're kind of all just making our way. In the beginning, I think it's all like, well, we'll just keep doing what we've always done, but we'll just do it at home.
1: Yeah, exactly. But and then
0: the slow realisation is all these other things start to come up, I think, for people. Like I think it affects people's sleep. Yeah. And I think it affects people's ability to get motivated to actually do anything. And they're kind of confused about that. And so that's why I started my podcast about all of this, about love and kindness this week, because mm-hmm. especially heading into our Easter break, it probably is a nice time for everyone to have a bit of downtime now,
1: yeah, yeah. Because and, and we
0: and my daughter taught me it's her birthday today in California. My kids are in California. um She was telling me one thing was to be kind to yourself and just be grateful that you've done one thing today <laughs> instead yeah. of beating yourself up like I've got all the, you know I should be writing my book or I should be writing my thesis or I should be submitting that paper and. And I think what we're trying to achieve with both Boost and anything in terms of how if we are help, happy, healthy and strong, how can we help other people through this time? And I think by you sharing your story helps. Like what you're doing every day, how you're handling it, what are you noticing? What And then, then what I find with these platforms, social media and podcasts and other things is it helps other people go oh that's me too and oh I might try that yeah and my daughter's helped me a lot because she's three weeks over uh, in ahead of me (laughs) in terms of (laughs) lockdown and even though I'm normally giving her all the strategies it's nice to hear see what she's you know it's very emotional roller coaster ride and she's only just started college so she's now all online and not being able to see her friends. You know, she's 19. That's such a big deal when you're 19. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. what have you been noticing? And you're in the lucky country. Like, we are very yeah. lucky here, you have to admit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been actually quite a shock. Like, I've, it's so amazing that um, you are doing this because I've just been thinking about, like, the impact that this has been having in people and everyone's coping with it differently. Um in my case, I feel it's been really hard because like Elsa, I come from El Salvador and El Salvador it's a a world country. so um the measurements that the government has taken back home have been completely different from how the government is handling things here. Oh tell so, me
0: how. You, so, can you share that? Because I' yeah. really, I'd like to know because you'll be hearing firsthand and we'll only, we only get we just don't get these types of news.
1: Yeah. So um, in my country, the president decided to um, even before they even had the first reported case of uh, of the virus, um, he decided to um, close the borders and like um, um, put people under lockdown. And um, then they had the first reported case, and he extended the the lockdown. And now it's for a month, like it's been for thirty for thirty days. Already. Yeah, and um, so now they have around 40 cases in the country, and so it seems as if they're just going to extend the lockdown period. And, like, I've just been worried because, like, I talk to my parents daily and to my friends as well, and they are starting to get stressed and, like, really overwhelmed because of, like, of course, like, you're human, and it's really extreme to just, like, put you under home arrest, to put it like that, just, like, all of a sudden. And, uh, also like, you know, just having the uncertainty of the situation, especially because it's a third world country that depends on investment from the first world countries. And that right now, um, we're like going through probably a recession, like a time of recession globally. Um, people are just starting to, especially, um, small business owners have started to get worried about like, what are we going to do? And um, then it was, like, I was just, like, hearing that from people back home. And then here it was, like, the government was being a little bit more slow in, like, the ways that they were approaching things. They just started to, like, close things really slowly, which I think that in terms of, like, getting people used to being under lockdown, it has been good because it hasn't been at once. Yes. And they have actually been able to, like, control and um, keep things just under control
0: yeah because it's, you can't just go all or nothing because you've got it you still got to let the virus out because we don't have any cures so even if you go full lockdown we still you can't stay like that forever and the virus is not yeah. going away so and sweden's undergoing an, an interesting experiment also isn't it so Sweden, they're still like not doing anything really except using rules of isolation and full transparency so everyone knows who's got it and how they got it and who died and then allowing the people to make choices to socially distance and, and then if things change, they're very transparent about everything that's going on. So people know how many hospital beds, how many ventilators all of that kind of thing, because really this is all about preventing the peak of the curve where there's going to be an influx, right, into the hospitals and they can't handle it.
1: Yeah, but I think that the good thing about, like, countries like Australia or Sweden is that people, most people are, um, like, they have good education and so like, don't know how to follow rules. Yes. But, like, I don't know, like, in my country, some people would follow the rules, but some others would just do as they please yes. and they wouldn't like, so I was just talking about this with my housemate because like we don't have anything like Centrelink. Um,
0: I know. Um, and neither does America really.
1: Yeah. And so right now the president decided to like favor um, some of like the poorest people um, by giving them some aid. Like, yeah. with Yeah. And he said that and everyone was like, "Oh my God, yeah, he's doing such an amazing job and he also um, stopped people from paying rent and bills like yeah. of water and electricity and internet. And so um, he was he set some buildings where he was like, okay, so you can come here and we'll give you the money but he they had to like come with a form that would approve them of like collecting the money or, or something like that. And most of these people, just completely ignored the social distancing rules. And they were like just in massive groups without taking any care on like hygiene, social distancing or anything. They were just outside because it was money. Right. And they weren't getting, getting anything. And they desperately
0: and so, but hungry. But they just
1: went crazy over the money without even taking any, like they were just not caring about their health at all. Um, so it's just it's been really interesting to see how things work like in Australia and also back home. Um, I, uh,
0: I know And America now is like another extreme example yeah. of what of it's like if you don't have public health even in a really wealthy country you know because I'm also yeah. American and I've lived there a long time so I've seen I've, yeah. I was born in Australia but I also became an American citizen um because yeah. I lived there for some time my kid that's why my kids are there um but you know it's really such a it really is de- like uncovering like an onion all of the issues we have in capitalistic societies
1: yes yeah definitely and I think that even like not just like in terms of like my country and Australia or like the, the countries that we families have, but I just think that as a human being it has also like made an impact like oh. i started reading news about how things of, of all of the things that were happening in italy and like spain and i was just like feeling as if i was just breathing over the world and what's going on like sometimes i just like i You st- even start stop watching the news because why well, we have to
0: it's relentless
1: yes and um i was just uh, I would just like, all of a sudden I just felt
0: like I just wanted to cry. because Well, my- but that's okay to cry because it is be sad. <laughs> it's okay to cry because I think it's sad. I think all of us are crying at some level and there's nothing wrong with that. That's being kind to yourself um, and to others. that's That means you care. We should care, you know, yeah. we should care. We really should care. But, but at the same time we also have to self-care, you know, because mm-hmm. the greatest care we could take right now... If we can't, if we're not ill, if we are healthy, is to take care of ourselves and our and the immediate people in our community and volunteer where we can, um, because that's going to help your own mental health, right? And my own mental health, because we don't want to impact further the healthcare system if we don't have to right now. Um, okay. That's how I look at it. Our, that's our job in flattening the curve. If we are lucky like you and I are to be reasonably healthy, and have you know, we're in an amazing situation, you and I, right yeah. now in history in the sense that we have, you know, yeah. s- a lot of people are getting help and that's just, and I guess the biggest amazing thing to me is to watch the world put vulnerable people over business and economics for the first time in history, for, in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think that would ever happen. So that's been a nice surprise for me to see that that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I have. I, I guess we'll analyze why all of that happened, and so quickly, like socialistic type agendas got pushed through without any support because it was going to basically be collapse of all the economies. So it's amazing to watch that happen, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It gives you just-
0: some hope that it wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Sitting back before we thought, I thought it was very bipartisan. I thought it was. I thought it was always going to be people just putting themselves and money first for the rest of our civilization. Yeah. So so on a positive note, that's kind of nice to see that didn't happen in a very big crisis when it really came down to it. Mm -hmm. And people would argue about reasons why that is too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's been really amazing to see how the world has had to I like shut down
0: it's just, everything. Doesn't it, does it, yeah. does it worry you as a young person starting out in your career? Like, are you worried about, what are you worried about?
1: Mainly because I am an international student. Um, I know that, uh, Australia, of course, like it would try to like focus more on helping Australian citizens and Australian um, residents. And so, um, so far, I am okay. I, I'm not worried because I know that um, QUT has been sending emails about scholarships are going to continue, and like in the worst case scenario, you can apply for your uh, you can apply for paid leave as well. Um, and also, um, I don't know. I think that in the worst case scenario, I think I could also talk to my supervisor, and he would definitely help me out. But yeah. I do. No other international students. Uh, there's another girl that I know. She's um from El Salvador as well. And she was just studying at a like at a TAFE. And she was also working as a bartender. And so she she doesn't have any she doesn't receive any economical support from her family back home. So she lost her job and now she's struggling because she has to pay for her studies, she has to pay for rent, she has to like um, you know, um just keep leaving here. And also if she wants to go back home, she told me she checked for tickets from Australia to El Salvador and they're about $10,000 right now. Because I know, of
0: I've 10, heard in the five layovers. Yeah,
1: and so I'm just like I don't, I don't really so, see my... So how anything. do you
0: think we could help people like this in your view? What could we do to help?
1: Um, well, like what, would, s- what
0: would she need like as an example of help?
1: She was suggesting that uh, for people in cases like hers that the government would facilitate the access to the superannuation because at least that money would help her um, make a decision towards like, I can use this money to go back home or I can use this money to pay for my studies and also pay for my rent for the next few months. So
0: her rent hasn't been reduced?
1: I don't think so, no. She was moving. Last time I talked to her, she was going to move in with some other friends to reduce the rent, because um, she used to be living just with her partner, but now she's living with her partner and some other friends. Um, yeah.
0: And so, but can she make it by doing that, or she really has no money now, no access to any think, money?
1: Yeah, I think she, I think she has savings, but she's currently just like looking for another job.
0: Right. What sort of? What's her background?
1: Uh, like what do you mean? Where she's What's,
0: what's her background in terms of what's her skill set?
1: Oh, her skill set. Um, I think she since she arrived here, she's been working mostly in like hospitality and like. Um,
0: but what was she studying? What like what are her? What's her expertise?
1: I can't remember at the moment.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, wow. but you should put we should put our heads together because I believe there's a number of students in this situation. Yeah. And um, you and I should think about how we could raise money mm-hmm. yeah. um, for these students. Shall we do that? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah. Would you be able to help me? Um, I wanna, I've i created an Ice Hand Challenge, mm-hmm. which, which one? Uh, I've got a Facebook page for this, um, and it's to support healthcare workers. But maybe mm-hmm. we could raise um, some money and support international students of people That's that different. we know. Yeah. That we can support. And she might be an example because, you know, it'd be a filtering system, it'd be like a scholarship thing they'd apply for. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they do some work for the money too for different people. That would be amazing. So um, it's, it's, so the idea is one to teach people how to train the brain and to Mm -hmm. stop it from going crazy in these situations because this could, we don't know really, right? It's the uncertainty that's stressing people out. Whereas, if we knew it was from here to here, people wouldn't be as stressed, would they? So, the ice actually stops your brain from overthinking. So, and it also trains the brain. So, there's two things. So, we're doing that piece to educate people, the neuroscience. And then we could start a GoFundMe page or something like that.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing. So, people that
0: come and post a video of themselves. And then maybe the, and right, they could like donate maybe we should set up a donate page on there and maybe you could help me do that. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. For yeah, internet for students
0: right. that are struggling like this. And it doesn't necessarily have to be international students, but mm-hmm. they're probably the ones that, are, that have no access to anything right now. Yeah. So yeah, maybe definitely. that's our focus. Let's set a goal and do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really love to talk, to do that. And also like I really love this approach because I was just thinking last night on how fear is taking over no, people's minds at the moment. It's not
0: their fault. It's really yeah. it is. Um, it is like it is real. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's never we've never seen anything like this, and it has created wow. a huge amount of uncertainty. And yeah. so, if you're already a little bit struggling because one you're away from home, two you're doing something brand new, three you're working, four you're trying to pay for your study, and you're just trying to make it. Now this is going to exacerbate that. And so for people that are even well off in great situations, they're now locked up in like a jail situation, right? So people in jail know know how to handle being in jail. We don't because we're free. So it's it's really totally fine. It's not fine, but from a brain neuroscience perspective, it's totally understandable um, what people are going through. So now is the time for us to double up and step up and, and create these little tools that people can use and we go one day at a time, help people go one day at a time and not focus on the catastrophe of the whole thing because it may not end up being one yet. Yeah, exactly. Like if if you look at some of the curves, some of the numbers are coming down and I am an optimist um, I didn't think we'd be in this situation. I really didn't. So, that, so um, but we are. So now what do we do to help people get through it? So, you know, think about yourself. What are you doing to get through each day when you're starting to feel a bit overwhelmed or stressed or worried? You know, what are the little techniques you're doing to stop that? You know, you're a young person. We need to help young people your age too, not just people my age that have more experience or... You've been through a lot more stuff too. You know, if yeah. you've been married and had children and stuff, you've got a bit more resilience in some sense because you've had to go through more things, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're yeah. not struggling though because now they've got family to look after. But so um, there's these things we can do by coming together and being very creative because we've got these online platforms. Let's yeah. use it now. Let's use it in creative and innovative ways. Um, you help me I'll help you um, yeah. do that. So instead of us just looking at all these people, let's let's do something about it.
1: Yeah, let's, let's take it.
0: action. I
1: mean, I mean, whatever you ask me, I'm, I mean, um, I think that what you were saying about like little things that I've been doing to help me cope with this is like I have been. i I'm, I'm an extrovert, so it is really difficult for me to like. I've been finding it really hard to be isolated because I need to be surrounded by people and talking to people. And so um I have a group of friends uh, that are from TRI as well, and um, we have been creating, like, uh, these Zoom meetings. Even when we're working, like, we're just connected to each other. We're not talking. We're, like, just...
0: Feeling like you're there. Yeah,
1: just we know that we're there and yeah. I know and I feel like just knowing that they're there has helped me a lot and then I think that also like forcing keeping accountable with other friends in terms of like okay I'm, I have to exercise do something to exercise today like at least go for a walk or like do something um small here at home uh just to keep my body moving yeah um just to, like, release the stress as well. Yes,
0: maintaining the physical and mental health is really critical through this too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if it's because I just passed confirmation and I was constantly thinking and doing things. So I think that my brain right now, it's like, what's happening? Like, why aren't we doing things? Why aren't we thinking? Why aren't we under pressure? So I find it really good to just, like, read Book or something to keep my brain yes. entertained
0: yeah okay and also people can reach out to both of us and if they want to have a chat if they're feeling lonely or isolated yeah um, please say. reach out to either of us i'll leave our emails in the underneath the notes in the podcast here um and you and i need to sit down after this mm-hmm. on mess and have a, another phone call um, I'll send you the link to my Facebook page I just created called the Ice Hand Challenge. I was thinking about what we could do, but probably the best thing we could do from that is really support international students. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely,
0: yeah. I know yeah. that's a hard ask for people, mm-hmm. but we are all humans and we're all of this together. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And with the podcast, what, what do you wanna what
1: do you wanna do? I think we just did it. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Yeah. This <laughs> first, that's the first one, and then we'll go from there. And um, I want you to start thinking about paying attention to little to how you're feeling, and and if you could post in the Boost Facebook group to help other people so that they can feel it too. Like the more vulnerable, like I was feeling like this, and I did this, and it helped. Is going it will really help a lot of people. So I've been trying to be as real as I can be on that pop, on that um, platform um, because there's a bunch of people that are pretty isolated. But no one's ever, like, even no one's game to say it, honestly. Even if you've got a family, some people can feel very lonely. So, yeah. you know, so we need to help people realise that it's okay, uh, that they're okay, that this is totally normal, this is a very unusual time. It's like nothing we've ever experienced before. So, the only thing we can do is focus on one minute, one day, one hour at a time and try and do the things that can support our mental, physical health as much as we possibly can. And so, that's why I dedicated the next series all to love and kindness. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. And to to be gentle. Yeah,
0: gentle and loving messages and kindness and. And then throwing in a bit of neuroscience and a, and some of the tips and tricks of why it works, like how the fear, why is the fear doing this and how it's doing it, so that people get the fundamental understanding. Oh, I see, that's why. And it's very helpful to have that knowledge. It really is. So, yeah, that's what we can do together. So, let's um, see what I can do, I'll, uh, see how we could start that. See, yeah. like, one useful thing would be to get an feedback from this person that you're just mentioning like what was she earning what what is it that would keep her sustained for the next six months for example i think six months is a good maximum effort i can't see the country can go much longer than that yeah. um so what why don't you ask for that number what that would look like at reasonable Yeah, you know, just to you know not feel so stressed you know to get food on the table and shelter you know, basic needs met, what would that number look like? So we have an idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll ask her about. Yeah, I'll have a chat with her today. Shall we do that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And tell and her to means- join
0: our group too.
1: Yeah, well so in terms of like what you want me to do next, um, it's just chat with her. Um, you'll post my email on the on the um facebook group you can say about, it
0: you can yeah. say it now do you have a personal email that you'd be happy to for people to contact you on
1: yeah yeah definitely it's um albia.fernandez so a l b for bob e a dot f e r n a n d e z at gmail.com um so yeah people can just contact me if they need to chat we can schedule some a meeting or something yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to, to
0: talk so I'll yeah. share you my Facebook page um, the Ice Hand Challenge uh, mm-hmm. we want that to go viral so we can get lots of people helping us and also helping themselves at the same time mm-hmm. and then we want to um, just keep posting on Boost uh, and you know, little tips and tricks and most importantly is to look after your own self and your own health and reach out to me anytime. On messenger, email, I'm here for you. I'm here to support you in any way. I've got, you know, tons of experience. <laughs> so my job is to do that. So you don't feel like you can't. That's what I'm here for. Uh, totally here for you. Um, and I did have another thing in mind, but it's escaped me right now, but it'll come to me and I'll message you on that. So keep up the good work. Thank you. You're going to be fine. We're all going to get through this. And I think you have enough to do in terms of if you've done your confirmation, congratulations. What that means, everyone, is she's now entering into her definite PhD. So um, she's got a couple of years left to finish and get a couple of publications. And then she's going to be a doctor, which is pretty special. And then next time we will talk a little bit about your research too because I bet that's exciting what you've been doing. Yeah. So she's working on cancer and ageing with um, Professor Derek Richards. And, um, and she's all the way here from El Salvador, which is amazing. Thank you for coming to our country and bringing your beautiful intelligence.
1: Thank you so much for opening up the doors for me. It's been an
0: amazing, amazing experience. And, then, and please um, share this with anyone. I'll, oh, that's what I was going to say. I'll share you the podcast link so you can share it with your family and friends. And if you think of anyone else that you think would be great value and help, for us to talk to, um, to help other people who you think have come up with some interesting strategies or even if they're just lonely um, or... And to be real about it would be very helpful for people right now. You know, we need to be real and also helpful. You know, we can't be unrealistic about what's going on. We've got to make that fine balance between empathy of people really dying and positivity to help people have inspiration to keep going on a daily basis
1: yeah
0: so thank you so much it was lovely to talk with you and meet you
1: thank you thank you for having me and for reaching out it's been an amazing experience
0: yes thank you
1: thank you, thank you. see you at
0: the TRI, <laughs> yeah, <see> you, TRI.
1: <laughs> but
0: we'll be messaging each other so it's okay
1: <laughs> bye, bye.
0: Thank yes.